Well, Brent is gay, and Caitlin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior Podcast, where we love more locks and more cocks. Issue 250. I'm Caitlin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. That's right. Your ears don't deceive you. It's our 250th regular issue, which feels important because we care about numbers in base 10. <laughs> Woo, 250. What's funny is like we really have Marvel numbering because we had a lot of 0.5 issues, including last week. And we're like probably issue number like 548.4 right now. But like and Marvel the, Comics, our we don't care. Our off as yeah. well, too. Yeah. We skipped a few weeks. And, and then we numbers. added to the, yeah. like two. I'm restarting with an all new team next Thursday. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> an all new number one. And you can listen to all this on our other episode, The History <laughs> of Homosexuality. <laughs> Superior podcast, <laughs> but this week first, we, Clark's got something. Then we talk about what She Hulk says to us, the viewers, and how X Men the animated series screams it. And then lastly, we have some Wonder Man casting news issues, or as you may know them, mm. comic book issues. Uh, Thanks for clarifying. And we always want to plug you up, and we're gonna do it good mm. and hard. But first, uh, Clark's got something. Yeah, watch so- out. I decided this week to look at all the X-Men related 250 issue things. Ooh, oh, so that's for great. our semi quin centennial, I have gathered all this information that you guys are going to have to just figure out and guess and guess wrong most likely because okay. they're all Brett, you're up. This, right. is, this, right. this is your strength, so, baby. This is my test. You've been here for five it, years. It, it gets very nonsensically quick. Oh, okay, so the only three X-Men series that have made it to 250. What are they? Uncanny X-Men? Yes. Uh... Wolverine? No. Ooh. Really? Uh, reg- not regular X-Men? New, not New Mutants. Regular X-Men? Is it just X-Men? Yeah, regular X-Men. Okay. Yeah, that's two. Adjective list. That's two. Adjective, yeah. Uh, and then uh, okay. a third one. Uh, um, what the fuck? X-Force? X-Factor? X-Factor. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, Uncanny yeah, was 1 through 544, just straight on. Yeah. X-Men was 1 through 207, and then it changed name to X-Men Legacy, 208 yeah. through 275. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was New X-Men for a little while, too. That they didn't. That that was within the other Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and then X Factor one four one through one forty nine. They were supposed to be to one fifty, but they canceled the last issue of oh, it. God. Of course. <laughs> and so then when it came back, it was one through fifty, and they were like, "Okay, that's perfect." So then the next one is two hundred. Yeah. It all yeah, very nice. That's funny. They fucked up earlier. All right, okay. So those are the three. Mm-hmm. All right, so only one character appears in all three of these comics. Each Ooh. of these issues, one character shows up. Who is it? And weirdly, that character is the only one that's in it even twice. In 250 for all three series. 250 for Uncanny, 250 for X Factor, and two, uh, 250 for X Men. Peepers. No, 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 no. <laughs> that I would think, be amazing. I think it's Havoc. I'm going to let you Havoc. Uh, um, let me see. I think it's Pixie. <laughs> no. Pixie bitch. wasn't in she, any, she, any of those. What the fuck am I here she, for? She wasn't even Brad, in two of them. We ask you that every time. Bye. All right. Wolverine. Anyways, there we go. <laughs> you're almost there with Polaris. Polar- uh, God damn it! That was my. That no was wonder good. you had the answer to that question. Yeah, yeah. you guys are so. <laughs> and I literally awesome. wrote, which was not. It was literally it was not my game plan. I was very surprised by it because yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. So I'll give the very lowest of run, quickest rundowns. Uncanny 250 was October 4th, 1989. Chris Claremont and Mark Silvestri. In the Savage Land, Polaris has been kidnapped by her maybe sister Zaladane, who switches their <laughs> powers with the high, high evolutionary's machinery. The epic era X-Men and Polaris fight back. X-Men was always insanely confusing. All right. So that <laughs> will... That's why we love it. That makes sense about that statement. Too, yeah. <laughs> what is the only historically important plot point of this entire issue? Uh, of 250? Yes. Siege Perilous? Yep. 
All right. Yeah. Nailed Psylocke it. seeing oh. the vision of the Outback X-Men dying. I was going to guess the invasion of Leningrad. Gonna <laughs> realize she needed to use that the Siege Perilous. <laughs> All right. So who does not punch Havoc in the face? Face A semi-nude man with four arms, a nude blue dog bear wearing mm-hmm. only a belt and a hat, a semi-nude worm wearing only a cloak, or a frogman wearing tidy whiteies. Which one did not punch him oh, in the geez. face? I'm going to say worm. I think the that's worm. what I was thinking. I think the worm. I'm going to go was the worm. Oh, man. I, I, think I, I, worm. I, I can <laughs> identify the it, other ones. And yeah. th- this is the reason why the worm wasn't the one punching in the face. Whose bastard child made an appearance? The worm. <laughs> Legion? I mean, like Professor X's? No. Uh, maggot. No. <laughs> Colossus's bastard child. Oh, from the Savage Land. Yeah, I didn't know Colossus had, has a kid with this uh, Savage Lander named Nereal. I've never His name this is before. Peter. And he, <laughs> uh, Psylocke uses his brain to shoot war- the worm in the face with a ray gun. Yeah. What does that purple lady think? That's but but it would have been if he hadn't. The the worm was moments away. I mean, from punching him. stop. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the issue with the worm. How does the worm take over your bodily functions? Through the penis. Um, urethra rectally maybe like it sucks he, you he, on your side he uses his hand <laughs> he, he, I don't yes. know what why does it suck his side <laughs> he sucks like, suck, like out of your arm oh you suck their arm yeah no, but no. you meant like you lay them on the oh side and the worm sucks <laughs> no, the he's, dick anyway he's on the front don't worry he can always suck you from the side <laughs> I, only, so, I only like my blowjobs while I'm cuddling <laughs> So he doesn't Met suck. Like he he blows basically. He oozes his goo into you and covers all of you, and then gets into all of your pores and still yeah, gets inside of you. And unrelated. Ryan Curl, how was your date last night? <laughs> <laughs> Similar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who was the gooer and who was the sucker? The gooey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. He doesn't go and tell. Next question. Perfect. All right. X Men Legacy two fifty from June eighth two thousand eleven. Mike Carey, um, Koi Pham, and Tom Palm. After Age of X-Men timeline has ended and returns to normal, six of Legion's personalities have escaped and a group of X-Men are on the hunt to stop them. Okay. Meanwhile, Rachel Gray's essence has been trapped on Earth, even though she's up in the Star Jammers, uh, with the Star Jammers, um, oh, including and, Polaris, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting mm. fucked over in Shi'ar space. Okay. All right, so... <laughs> no, I'm it. trying to... Got it. Let me that, track this. Yeah, Hold yeah. on. <laughs> you got it, Brent? So... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really matter. What uh, What reasons are given for Gambit, Magneto, and Frenzy to join the mission to find the six missing... Six The six personalities yeah. of Legion? Yeah. Uh, why are they... Okay. Um, I remember different. reading this, but I don't... Did Professor X give them that mission to help them uh, out? One, I mean, uh, one of the Legions stole something from Gambit, and he had to steal it back. back. And then well, one Gam- used metal. Gambit's and he had to is metal it back. <laughs> Gam- Gambit's is literally just that he they needed a tracker, quote unquote. Oh Jesus! Oh, which is just like a shoehorn so nonsense. Did somebody call for a tracker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm a full trapper of some sort. <laughs> I might be a simple trapper. I said, I said, I said. I may be a trapper keeper, but. How would y'all like to play some cards? <laughs> Any accent's fine. Perfect. Well, Cyclops wasn't, was the one who, um, excuse me, Xavier set up the team, but Colossus, I mean, Cyclops just added new members. Like, uh, he, yeah. he wouldn't make Nito be there because he didn't think Xavier's a good enough job uh, okay. because he's not going to be able to control Frenzy. I mean, control um, Legion yeah. at all. And so, mm. obviously, Xavier was mad about that. Daddy issues. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, you, you remember what happened with Frenzy, right? In, in the a, In the Age of X universe, she had she, a nice cup of tea. She had like a, like a hot sex life with Cyclops and was like a good yeah. person. So, when she came so back, she, she came just, back, she's like, she oh, I remember good dick. Yeah, I guess really I'll be good wanted now. To, yeah. yeah, she wanted to fuck 
Know, it was like, very what? much like what happened to Miss Marvel in House of M, who yeah. wanted to, because like, she was like the biggest superhero yeah. in House of M. She wanted to be the biggest hero when they came back to the 616. And get fucked, yeah. And, and get fucked by Cyclops. But I do like that it made us like have her in the fold after because it'd be fucking I she's Frenzy's great. amazing. She's I mean really she was great. easily I, you, it's you a liked her immediately too. It's, oh yeah, totally. Cuz she still was like a bitch. <laughs> I bet Cyclops's dick is perfectly straight. Yeah, I would say. It's slim. You get it? <laughs> I'm He probably does have a pencil dick though. I'll I, be honest. It's yeah, got one fair. eye to blast you with. <laughs> I don't think about this it's every day. He's a little red like it's contact very lens. Very pink too. <laughs> yeah. I know I know this for a fact. All right, so the six escaped personalities of um, Legion are in-game Sticks, which is like the river Sticks, mm-hmm. Susan in Sunshine, Time Sync, which is like S-I-N-K, not like And Night Shyamalan stole all this Time for sync, Split. Bleeding mm-hmm. Image and Chain. Yeah. If you could please provide me names? With, a, with a porn scenario with either the name or the character and theme of the name. Can so you say the names one more yes, time? Yes, of course. In-game Sticks. Susan and Sunshine, which please someone give me that one. Time Sync, Bleeding Image, and Chain. I got one. All right, so Kaylin, please. Sticks and Stones won't break your boner, but whips and chains will excite you. Is that like what? the quote on the front of the box? Yeah, exactly. What, 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 what's on the box? Uh, no, just, they just sing that song. It's, it's, the whole a, time. it's a river of cum. <laughs> it's a river of cum. The box is literally just a river of cum. Yeah, a picture of a river of cum. Yeah, and it's actually is it like but photoshopped you, or is they really found a river of cum? It's real. Yeah, okay. when you open the plastic instead of the VHS tape, it just cum pours. <laughs> <laughs> That's Betamax, it's baby. A, it's just a portal. <laughs> it's just cum it never portal. stops either. You gotta just like <laughs> throw it out. And it's like that Ivan ooze that people were obsessed <laughs> with. Remember? Yeah. You gotta give me a gold coin to cross. Uh, Susan, what is it? Susan, Susan B. Anthony in the Sun. <laughs> sure, yeah, give, give me Lazy that. Susan B. Anthony. Lazy Susan B. Anthony in the Sun. It's just a cover of the sun, and then, like, it's looking down with, like, a smiley face, but it's a woman from behind, and she has her legs open, and it just says... This summer, y'all believe a woman could fuck this. Wait, wait. I, I got to know. Is it the- this summer, what? a woman does what we've all wanted to do. Fuck, fuck, fuck the sun. sun. Is it the smiley baby face from Teletubbies? Yeah, yeah. There you go. To get it real creepy. But it's, like older. Was, wasn't that Lord's most recent album? <laughs> Not a great album. Not a great album. First uh, Free Willy. Th- now me, Susan. Throw me one of the other names. I, I, Bleeding Image, please. Oh, oh come on. It speaks no. for itself, I, I think. I, no, I think you got to speak for it, baby. Um, It's when you open it, blood comes out. Instead of come, <laughs> I guess. No VHS bloody <laughs> cum <laughs> comes out. <laughs> Stop talking about your date last night, Ryan. I don't. You just whisper that through a no, keyhole see, to somebody. Bleeding well, Image, to me, sounds like you, a follow-up. Like it's a almost a... It's like the jilted lover, but it's also pornography now. So, you know, like swim fan, and all that weird ass oh, shit. And yeah. like the 2000s of like, why oh, didn't yeah. you call me? <laughs> but it's I know always what you just did last summer. It's always porn. They just end up fucking every single time. He's like, I can't quit you. I don't know what to do. I can't bleed you. Um, <laughs> it's like bloodletting. I, I am reminded of the first time I went sex. to Europe when I was 18. I was like, I, I can I can get porn. This will be good. No, I was like 17. And they're like, they let you in. I think, right? Is that legal? <laughs> Where? What? They, Why are okay, you wait, me? Okay, but anyway. <laughs> to the so dark I went, rooms? What are you talking I, about? I went they to a porn store in? for the first oh. time. And I was like, I'm going to get porn y'all oh and so the guy came over very excited he's where like, is this in 
generic, Budapest. generic Europe. Generically Europe. Budapest. <laughs> it was Italy. You know the country Europe. <laughs> it was Milan. You know the sex capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, th- the cathedral is called Dom. <laughs> but I was they so named ex- a I city w- after a Disney character. <laughs> <laughs> so I was ve- so canceled. I Shut up. You. I was very excited to get the porn, and he comes over and he's like, "You're gonna want this one," and it said. You're gonna love the way you look. Shit and bleed all over me. And I said, "What? In what world <laughs> did you think this was right for me?" So anytime blood is incorporated, I'm not a. Big it's Milanese for Mary Fuck Kill. Did you look? I at didn't it? get it, but it was it was three different DVDs, and it was like. He chapter one, chapter two. Yeah. Was he oh. trying to like upsell this? Was I think this like really <laughs> expensive stuff. He was trying to get you know out? what you know what I. Or he's trying to freak one out one salesperson to another. I think d- product wasn't moving, so I think he was just trying to get it out. <laughs> <One> salesperson. <laughs> no, this is like the porn version of the red, white, blue trilogy the, from Europe. Like yeah. that was really big. Yeah, three colors, piss. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, I guess that's my description of it. That yeah. went All off right, the rails friend. real well. Right. Do you have one for time sync? If I'm if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> I must have missed a word. Are we talking about porn titles? Por- Are yeah. we talking about cereal boxes? No. Cre- or cre- create a porno. <laughs> Get a porno from one of the personalities yeah. that Legion Make had. a porn on a time sink. What t- The movie's called Time Sink. What's the porn? And the sink uh, is like a kitchen sink or like sinking something into I, I, Or sink from the X-Men. Water. If it's no, a it's porn not title, that. That's it, not how it's done. Mine would be oh. uh, sticks it in his rear end game. Sticks it in oh. his rear end game. Well done. And what kind of game is it? It's a psychosexual one. Okay. <laughs> uh, like, there, like, uh, like Fatal Attraction. There's a lot of weeping yeah. older women. Settlers of Catan. No, more Boiling Rabbits. Oh, okay. my God. I don't know. I've just, I'm, I, I'm just caught up with okay, what the fuck I'd was watch, happening. I'd watch all of them. They're all great answers. All right, I'm so. into it. Yeah. All right. So, X Factor 250 is January 16th. That's what we're still talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Peter David and Leonard, Leonard Kirk did this. It was the first Hell on Earth War yes. issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Hell, yeah, all right. Hell Lords have come and. <laughs> Brent was murdered, <laughs> and um, they're there to hunt and kill Wolfsbane's kid, Tyr, who is protected by X-Factor Investigations. So, number nine, would you murder a three-month-old child who looks and acts like a 12-year-old if it meant you would be the king of hell? Yes. A strong guy did it, so I would. Is that it. like a reverse? And he's a strong guy, so I'm a strong guy. Kill him. Is that, that, like, a trolley problem? Is that like a reverse uh, kill Hitler as a baby? Yeah. <laughs> like to prevent him be- from becoming okay, the king of hell. But would you kill Hitler if he was three years old, but also looked like and acted like a 12 year old? It's a child. No. Wait, how would you maybe, kill him? Maybe raise him with love? Can we take some other approaches? No, no, Hitler like, had plenty of love. I would, uh, I would put them in a blender like that Peter Jackson movie. How big is this blender? Lord of the Rings? Oh, because he's twelve. All right, you have to get a. We it's think a we pretty big a, yeah. blender. Yeah, call me the Taco Bell Chihuahua. We I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it seems like there's a lot of turnover in hell or a limbo. Yeah, that is the issue. I don't think you'd be in control of hell for long. Yeah. Well, yeah, how low but, can you go, Brent? But time works differently <laughs> in limbo, so you'd be like ruler for a really long time or a really short. Could I, can you feel that? Could I? Could I? Like, if I like re-upped, like, could I murder another? <laughs> three-year-old, ten-year-old that looks like a twelve-year-old or whatever. I mean, and you got to find like, one of those. Yeah, okay. it's gonna be pretty hard. Three-month-old for twelve-year-old. That's, that's it, difficult. Did you only become king because he was a three-year-old that looked like a twelve-year-old? Mm, I mean, question. it was no because he is. Yeah, sure. It's not a constitutional <laughs> monarchy. Look, You're not getting appointed unless you kill this three-year-old. Looks like a twelve-year-old. Yeah, that was such. A I'm weird not gonna read it, so I'm believing. 
It was, but I well, liked it. He had it. no soul, so what is he still supposed to uh, do? Also, you say have to kill a three-year-old. You mean get to. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's all how you think about it. Okay, the Supreme Court says I can do it now, so I'm going to oh, do God. it. Oh, what? We can't be topical. Oh. Reality is too harsh, Caleb. All right, so finally, to celebrate our 250th, before we get into this real stuff, we have to do it with this is some superlatives. So who? You can't, we can't do them all yet. I'm reading them all, and we'll decide. Oh, okay. Who is most likely to take over a child's mind and have him shoot someone? Okay. Who is most likely to be a two- Toothy demon and lead a subterranean mind cult. Okay. Who is most likely to have their spectral form ripped from their body? Mm. Who is most likely to run over someone in a yellow cab? And who is most likely to force people to watch their spouse spouse bleed to death? Uh, you're definitely in the yellow cab, I think. Uh, Brent's the last one for so sure. I think Ryan is the takeover child's mind and shoot at someone, mm-hmm. but he does it sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, he loves the guns. Oh, what? That hurts. Can I be the un- subterranean cult? <laughs> really what are you, Caitlin? What are you then? I, I, the one, I've lost track. The, the one spectral form. I'm the spectral form. from your body. All right, so form. most likely to take over a child's mind and have someone shoot, have him shoot someone is Ryan. Thank yeah. you. Most likely to be a toothy demon for, um, and lead a subterranean mind cult is Kaylin. That's not that's Adam. I'm that's looking Adam. at him. Yes, we, should we be applauding? <laughs> most likely to have their spectral <laughs> form. Ripped from their body. That's Kaylin. Yeah. yeah. Most likely right. to run Congrats. over he someone. He really earned it. You know, I, you know what? Is, Leave the body behind. It's kind of sad. He's the one that's getting Take stuff done to him. Everyone it's else not, is doing things. It's not just an honorary degree, you know? Is it? You, write, you wrote it's him a down. University of Phoenix Rising. Yeah. Did I do good when it, before I shot the kid or what? No, you just were a piece of shit. Oh, no, you didn't okay. shoot the kid. You had the ch- sh- the child shoot someone. Right. The child shot Hitler, but a three year old Hitler. So the bigger the question, though, like is, we're writing a porno again. I'm just after saying it, it happens. Uh-huh. Does the child find you back in their own memory and mm-hmm. say? Did you, and you say, did you do it? And he goes, yes. And you say, what did it cost? He's like, that's no, no. My the, chi- the child's like, I see dead people. Yeah, you shot him, you dumb cunt. <laughs> the child's like, I'm going to find you. I want what to, to kill you. you. Okay, well, stop telling me what the child. I'm actually experiencing this. So don't tell me what the child says. I know what he said. And, and I'll go out. What does he say, and Ryan? I'm sharing it with you guys. I'll go out and I'll shoot another person just who so that you I'm the only one who knows. In that yellow cab, Clark. Oh, Hitler. you. Hitler. Oh, yeah, all five of us. After I shot I'm, that kid, he ran over the kid. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the perfect I'm crossover amazed. for Clark to come to FlameCon. We're in New York. We're just walking, and he hits us with a yellow this cab. Does, th- these five plot lines sound like a really bad like Pulp Fiction movie where we're all having our own storylines <laughs> that intersect. All all the parodies of Pulp Fiction, or not the parodies, but like all the movies that like tried to like follow Send the up, Pulp yeah. Fiction uh, like model. That's what this is. Yeah, like the, for the metaphysical. I like aspect the idea of, of Clark trying to recreate Midnight Cowboy, where like he's slapping the cab, like, "Hey, come on, I'm walking here," but Clark just doesn't stop and completely clips him. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you meant like there's a car and I'm doing the Midnight Cowboy thing, and I'm just hitting it constantly. <laughs> uh, there's no one in the car. Yeah. I'm just yeah. standing there alone <laughs> slamming a car for like three hours. I like that idea too. So finally, yes, I am the uh, the yellow cab runner over and Brent likes to watch people get uh, bleed to death in front of their spouses. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, you're the only one with one. So it's I also bad. like making pots but, uh, out, of, out of clay, but no one ever wants to Your talk about Your anniversary that. is coming up, Brent. Yeah, it's always coming up every year. Yeah. Well, um, yes, this year. It's coming oh, up. Yeah. So what do we think about 250ths in general? Have we learned that they do what? they actually matter? Are they just they're, some what, random what, thing se- in the middle sesquis, of the storyline? They're what? Sesquis? Uh, sesquia. Semi- okay, let me see. Where the hell did I... I can never remember what it All is. All right, it is semi-quincentennial. S- semi-quincentennial. 
Not that, not it's that. It's a big number. I do. I know seeing it on issues was like a big deal, yeah. but I would say but all those not, plot lines, they're, they're very random. Yeah. They're very random. It's, it was, it gave me joy, like reading it growing up being like, oh, this one is going to be a big one. And it's a collector's like, item. Number one or the, num- the, number two. The uncanny yeah, one was very that. weird because it literally on one, on the front page says thrusting. I mean, not front page. The opening thing says thrusting high into the mid, uh, midwinter, the 250th issue of, um, I, I wrote Homo Superior here. <laughs> of Uncanny X-Men. <laughs> Uncanny X-Men, yeah. Sonar's so like it ma- made us know that this is the 250th, and it was just a story about Polaris getting her brain switched. Well, yeah, it was Claremont like doing his like long form whatever, but like 200 and 300 felt a lot more significant. I don't yeah. Know. To me, it feels like being excited, like if you like cars, getting excited about the license plate. Like yeah. that's not the, I don't care about the number. How many it's what happens. How many people that like cars get excited about the license plate? No one. Oh. So basically what we're saying is... <laughs> I don't get that. He's, say, he's saying that's not what they get excited about. No one gets excited that it's 250. They care about the actual content of it. No. So we're, uh, what we're no, saying is... Oh, well, then we're fucked. We, I would yeah. say we're not excited for <laughs> us having done this no. 250th today. Yeah. No, that was a great got something. I appreciated it, Clark. Well, I thought it was yeah. great. No, this was a lot of fun. I want you to do that 250 more times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for 251, we're going to do which issues made it to 251, Dang, right? Yeah. That's all that our same. podcast is going forward. Yeah. Let's get on to some MCU Next TV, which is our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. While we sometimes digest entire seasons as extra issues, we know folks can't wait to talk about weekly spoilers and reveals. So let's get down with She-Hulk episodes 1, 2, 3, and Dat Tass, the animated series, Season one, episodes four and five, She-Hulk. Over the span of the first three episodes, we find out how Jennifer Walters becomes She-Hulk, gets her code name, and how she gets a new job representing superhumans. It's a fun romp of a fourth wall shattering sitcom, and frankly, we can't wait to see more. How dare you co-op? <laughs> I can't wait to see more, and I guess all of you, what did you think? It's great. It's fucking great. It's excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, uh, I had a lot high expectations for this series. It's met them and in some ways exceeded them. Yep. Um, the first episode was great. Second episode was a little bit lower quality for me. And third episode brought it back to first mm-hmm. episode uh, heights. There were three moments that like made me laugh out loud. And we'll talk about this more. But we got the fucking Wrecking Crew. <laughs> I'm all so about these funny. B-list villains, which is what the MCU needs. But And don't kill them. Don't kill them off. No, Keep them see, around. There's only two issues with this. That is one of my issues. They turn B-list villains, villains in the comics into like scrubby nobodies who aren't important and will never matter for more than an issue. A more C-level than actor they're, they're type. Not, yeah, yeah. We've never seen those actors in our lives. They're not going to be important. They're never going to be important. Never be characters that ever show up again that matter. I do think they're setting... The main actor of that group is certainly... Set, like, he had a lot that of dialogue. So, you know, but people got to start they somewhere, they didn't give a Clark. name to, even though we know... I like the little nod, personally. It's just... It's not a... That's the problem, that main character villains are not... Do you want a Wrecking issue. Crew movie? Is I, that what you I want, bitch? I, I want someone to show up. I want characters that are big enough to show up in the Thunderbolts. Did you guys see in the credits that it was Wrecking Ralph? It, th- those characters <laughs> suck, but that... Type of character needs to some type of character like it needs to be important. Girl, you got abomination in the Thunderbolts. They're not happening. coming back. That's the problem. That's the problem. These characters that are constant in the comics are never going to be used again. I think they're going to be running. I mean, we just we murdered Batroc off with some random actor Ultra. doing nothing. That's I think they're going to bring him back. 
But uh, I think what's going to happen, Wrecking Crew, is they're going to be running jokes. I think throughout yeah. various. They'll like, always show up. Rob they're like, bank. oh, that's the fuck. They'll rob them. They're guardian weapons. Yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll keep showing up. Exactly. Let's so. take uh, much let's, like they did in the comics, though. Honestly, we are exactly. doing they're a joke in the comics. We're yeah. doing all three episodes. So let's back yeah. it up to back it the on up, other though. big cameo, which was a lot of Mark Ruffalo. Ooh, yeah. How did that go for you, Brent? I'm looking at you. Why? I don't know. You got some fucking thoughts? Keep your eyes open, bitch. <laughs> Can I do my other big negative? No, baby. Save it. Well, <laughs> the problem is that you're talking about it right now. Sure. Mark Ruffalo. The Watching this made me realize that Mar- Marvel has done a huge disservice to the Hulk. You mean and the not MCU? To, and not to the Hulk. MCU. You mean the MCU? That's what I said. No, yeah. the MC- he said the MCU. Fuck did I say? <laughs> horrible. It's a, not, MCU, and, and not, keep your not eyes Not to open, the Hulk, guys. but to Bruce Banner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Everything she said is fucking valid in that first issue, talking about like having to hold on to your anger as a woman. Yeah. But also ignoring the fact that this character has like extreme mental problems that we have never dealt with uh, as the human form. We never dealt with it in a way that's acceptable. The reason... Can I... Can I to, yeah. I agree with you completely, and the reason why I think it's as much as it's beloved, and I really like it, it's the Thor Ragnarok of it all, is which it turned like the Hulk into a semi-tragic character into kind of a jokey character, yeah. mm-hmm. and it served as a template now moving forward, even so much in Endgame, like a little bit in Infinity War, certainly in Endgame, and the cameo we saw in Shang-Chi, and then now in, um, in, uh, in She-Hulk, and so... Mark Ruffalo, just like Robert Downey Jr., just like uh, Chris Hemsworth, is now embodying that character, and it's just them, and they're sort of jokey. Hey, look, uh, we're doing this like kind of Ocean's Eleven, Come on, like furball. you know, yeah, yeah uh, Ocean. Fur, fur, that's, that's what you said. Fuzzball. They, they, fuzzball. Fuzz, oh, yeah. no, I think I thought one was fur and one was fuzz. Uh, I don't know who fucking fur and fuzz. Who yeah. fuzz and cares? Yeah, but I agree. <laughs> but anyways, I yeah. do agree with you on that on that front. And and I'm totally fine with it. I'm not totally fine with it at all. I just they 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 moved away from it. I'm totally fine with it. It's just. They did a disservice it's to a the hit. character. Yeah. yeah, the character. Well, so the good thing is with with all this stuff is they could redeem him a little bit and give him a little bit more story because there's <laughs> I all. I don't the... want them to redeem him by making him horribly depressed and sad and, and a messy monster. <laughs> you don't again. want him even more. No, but uh, because there's so many rumors swirling that he's potentially in World War Hulk. So like Planet Hulk and then World War Hulk, right? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. whatever they call it. Uh, but so I think there's potential there to actually flesh him out a little bit more okay but with that in mind my favorite joke of this fucking thing was when he brings up oh also natasha was able to soothe me um <laughs> out of the and she just goes how did that work again <laughs> that was, yeah, that was fucking great. amazing that was really good yeah did you like the joke uh yeah, it's like I'm a completely different person now. Literally. I thought it was like a cute... It's, uh, it's enough. No. It's enough. I, I think the show benefits more than any other MCU leaning heavily comedy because of the fourth wall breaking. Mm-hmm. So like it is, it is definitely built around all bets are off. We can do whatever we want. And I do think episode three exemplified... Like so just funny. that sort of like leaning to the camera like, oh, I know you want that cameo with Wong, but it's not going to be one of those cameo yes. shows. Except for the first one and the second, one. and like I was like, ah, they've got this fucking comedic. Time they've got it down. down, and then like the the fucking elf from Asgard. Oh my god! <laughs> when she goes, <laughs> like helped. Asgard is not a place as people. It's like, nope, yeah. no, 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 so no, no. Good. Inspirational speeches from look. Thor are I inadmissible. Died. I died. I thought of you, and I died, yeah. Brent. Um, 
oh, wow, these new characters that they're introducing, there's going to be a guy that jumps out the window at some point. Yeah. Um, can't wait to see him. And this new elf woman, they're wild. And <laughs> they, I pretty so good. much love it. They yeah. seemingly have, and obviously it's still much more of a plot line based show, but like it feels like they cribbed it in a great way, the um, Harvey Birdman attorney at law mm. type stuff. Exactly. Because it's just that, it, that comedic B plot stuff works so well. <laughs> Even when you're like, where the fuck is, and again, like when she leaned in to be like, oh, isn't that fun? A and B plots coming together. Like, yeah, you're like watching the guy yeah. from the other two defend this like random shitty lore they introduced in the first you, episode. You were like, why am I, am watching, I watching this? But it wasn't bad. But I didn't mind. Yeah. The supporting cast in this is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, I like, I like her best friend. Um, obviously, obviously I love the other two guy. I love what's her face from uh, Girls 5 Ever. Uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry. Who does she play? Yes, that's she what plays, I thought. She did a uh, quick Mallory ca- Book. She, yeah, oh. she did a quick cameo. The obviously, Jamila. Uh, the, the girl's name is uh, Ginger Gonzaga. I've never heard of her. That plays Nikki, her best friend. But I, I'm she, obsessed with her. She she's was in this great. Re- yeah, really she was good. an actress in this like ridiculous. I feel like you're probably the only person that saw it. It was like no. a whole season of. It was on ABC. I I watched it religiously because I just like crammed it all. It's like nine people meeting at a bar and like they keep intersecting and interacting. It was just a terrible comedy, but she was so gorgeous and such a funny actress. I'm Mm. like, I can't wait for her to be in something because she deserves to. What do you guys think of the character choice for Wong to have forced someone in prison uh, to fight with him in order to train himself to be Sorcerer Supreme? I think it fit with that character completely because uh, Wong is clearly like playing more of a comedic Nick Fury-esque role in Phase 4, which I've talked about before. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he would completely be like, yeah, human laws don't. He's unbound. He's I'm not bound by these. I think you should release her... uh, release him of all those problems. Okay, bye! Like, he has no concept of it. I can understand him not giving a shit about U.S. law, but the... I mean, he was the one who was so adamant against fucking with people's minds with their memories and stuff that like to just violate someone's rights, but like to force someone to fight you so that you can train to be the Sorcerer Supreme. It seems like a thing that he would recognize as being kind of fucked up. He thought I was doing a good thing, though, by trying to get him out. He's like, you can because I think he saw him as like a broken soul. Everyone said he forced me to go. Oh, he got all he got all shitty with um with Stephen Strange about doing the same same kind of shit and then yeah but yeah, I do but also I characters agree, can be hypocritical they can be hypocritical they can be like they can like say you know do as I say don't do as I do but think about the Wong more from Multiverse of Madness it's Wong and right <laughs> think about oof uh, <laughs> think uh, about uh, the, uh. think about the Wong more from Multiverse of Madness he was in like I think it was. I thought it's actually a good character development because it shows that Wong's becoming a more multidimensional character rather than just like the sidekick or the whatever. Like he's coming to the forefront. Sadly, most of the time, main characters that are part of things like do end up in because of writer's choices, not because of anything else of like creating situations that like maybe they wouldn't do. I don't know. I didn't find a big problem with it. I do think there was, I don't know. Wait, wait, but, but, um, Shang-Chi, when did the hell did that happen? That happened before. Um, okay, it was let's Spider Man, right? Let's go to that one person that works. For yeah, the, the historian. The yeah. historian. Yeah, historian. Where that? Where's that time? I think, you're, I think you're right. Post snap before. Yeah. So, so Stephen it's Strange so, was still the Sorcerer Supreme at that point. Him. No, 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 no. He was Sorcerer Supreme. He wasn't Sorcerer Supreme because he was gone during the snap. Oh, you're right. Okay, so this is yeah. the this is yeah. the place before this. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, so Stephen Strange Strange's 
He's back, back, but he's but not he's doing but, nothing. But he's yeah, he's not doing anything. The multiverse shit hasn't happened yet, theoretically. Yes, exactly. Also, I love that the footage the... is just um the like they just turned on Disney Plus. <laughs> like it's the exact footage from Shang Chi. Can we talk about the uh, uh, Midsummer Wives or uh, that were like the fan yeah. club? Yeah. Uh, they were amazing. Of like uh, for uh, Abomination. Were you, were you expecting that his seven pen pals were some group of seven? Uh, superhero villains or something? No. Or, or did you... I was hoping it would be multi-gender, but other than that, I figured it was just random pen pals. No. Yeah. I, I will say I love the way they've converted. I mean, like, that, that fucking dude had no charisma in the actual original Incredible Hulk. And now Chris all of a sudden, Roth? Is that his name? Yeah, I mean, the actor, Roth, the, the actor himself is good, but I mean, like, the character was written to be this, like, stupid, shitty military guy that yeah. just wanted more power, too. Yeah. And, like, I think that's why the show reads to me as so much more comic book than anything else because they are resetting certain characters that have been out of your mind's eye for a while and you're like, yeah. I'll take it. That makes that's great. It's a lot more interesting. Can we talk about okay, so the second episode I, I think was my least favorite of the three, but there were some elements I did like. I think I like the family stuff a lot when uh Jennifer Jen goes home and like has dinner with her parents mm-hmm. and like yeah, aunt and uncle like and the cousin. Uh the dad wasn't the dad like Cousin Larry from Perfect Strangers. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. That guy's getting a lot of work these days. Yeah, he's leftovers really talented. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he leftovers and also Succession yes. and uh, a few other things. But he was really good. Where's Balky when you need them? Is what I want to know. I don't know. Where's Balky? Well, I, for, for I just love the sitcom style actually being the format for mm-hmm. this. Yeah, it's agreed. so nice. Agreed. All I could think of was who's which one's parents. Like who's related? I wanted I wanted to know which of their parents are siblings. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all the, you want the family style. tree. I really want to know the family tree. I don't care what's happening. I want to know who's going and connected to who's who. That's amazing. Um, I just love the show because Jen is just so fun. She's she like the it, it's it's so us in a way like the Captain America fucks kind of thing. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Very real. I love when she's. Um, I will kill for you, Megan The Stallion. Yes. That's the end of this last one. So she, yeah. she's, she's, she's like, like calm down. She's just wild. I yeah. fucking I, love her. I love that specifically because people hate the CGI so much. That, like, If you want to hate watch the CGI, wait till you'll see it while it's twerking. You're <laughs> really going to hate it. It's awful, it's like but awful. I'm okay with it. Same. I also like a lot of the like uh, the news flashy stuff that comes so up. Fun. So good. Uh, early in the third episode, where somebody goes, it's like, oh, why can't they? Why are they just taking like an existing male character, making a, a female character? Yeah, why don't you amazing. just create your own oh, characters? So I was like, so meta of, so of like of that, mm-hmm. is, but it's really really well done. Who do you think is uh, directing the the Wrecking Crew? Is it the Power Broker? It's always, it's always. God, hopefully not. Good lord! It's always. Her. It's Contessa. Yeah. It's Contessa. Contessa. Yeah. Well, uh, and I, yeah, it's, it's someone else. On the plus side, I love that the show feels non-linear in a sense that I, it's three episodes now, and I still have no fucking idea what the main plot uh, line is. At the same time, I that's am, a good thing in your mind. I yeah, I think honestly, I think it is like a. It's less to be episodic and tell a full story. We're not worried about it like we were with Moon Knight, where we're mad every week, being like, "Where the." fuck is this going yeah. well yeah. and even when's that hippo gonna show up? i think like, even i think it's doing better than even miss marvel of like where and i loved miss marvel but it was like where where will all these pieces fall mm-hmm. i think there's obviously the wrecking crew like upon i hope it's not i hope they don't connect them to titania because that then that gets kind of boring like i want multiple yeah, I'm, sequences I'm, going on what are you gonna say, go on first, first blush i'm just gonna say enchantress 
Oh, uh, people always think oh, yeah, others. because of the Asgardians. I mean, they, did, they had two Asgardian, uh, uh, you know, elements this in this last episode with the the, the elf as well as the oh, yeah, the yeah, weapons. Yeah, yeah. So the the, the oh, wrecking no. crew weapons. So I do think it's Contessa because she wants to build her own version of the Avengers and she wants to test out mm. like Jennifer and she Jennifer will say no and she brings in Emil as Abomination because he's supposed to be in Thunderbolts Titania. and oh, Titania. Yeah. I just want to see fucking Jamila Jamil jump kick on what is obviously a basically roller cart that's we, been green screen. I was going to say, she's like a giant trampoline so, thrown at. So ridiculous. Also, I love that the news report called her a super influencer. I'm like, yes, bitch. Of course, that's what she is. I hate it. It's very, it's it's so very high camp. I enjoy it. Like, I, I, I know I was, in particular, I was always like, I wonder if she'll fit the show or how it's going to do but like I, I'm i excited for her to have she's more talking no lines she's had no lines I know so she's like, you're like, Tatiana you're like she's perfect she Tatiana hasn't said anything fucking, yet she's, she's fantastic who are you <laughs> perfect <laughs> anything else on she It's but this one's nine episodes yeah or eight episodes it's not six I think it's nine I think it's because they're all 30 minutes yeah straight or nine number. All right. when it ends it's always very abrupt and I get sad same. That's what. Well, this will be a really good. That's where I worry about because the only part they can not stick, like most Marvel, especially TV shows, is oh yeah, we need a big third act, but we only have one episode to do it. And it's like no, yeah. don't, don't. This bother. is already feeling like this is gonna get another season. Like people are oh, gonna yeah. want this again, thousand even percent. more than Loki, I thousand percent. And then I am curious. You mentioned this a little bit earlier, Ryan, of uh, Bruce Banner going to Sakaar, yes. like on the spaceship, like. It does feel like they're like leading up to the Planet Hulk storyline, which led to the World War Hulk storyline as well. Like, where uh, the fuck is that going to? Where show would up, they though? fit it? Yeah, yeah they, I don't. They can't I legally do a Hulk movie. I don't. Maybe, I, maybe there they're are, getting the rights. Yeah, back. they're getting the rights back. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> when you heard here first, Ryan Avengers World War Hulk. Getting their rights back. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about some X Men animated series. No, no, no. Episodes four and five. That was my rendition. <laughs> Uh, Deadly Reunions, the X-Men continue their fight with Magneto while Sabretooth infiltrates the mansion. While in captive hearts, Jean and Scott get kidnapped by the Morlocks with a rescue team led by Storm facing off against Callisto. You fucking know what episodes we're talking about. You've seen the show a thousand times. Uh, what did you guys think? Mostly about captive hearts because that captivated my heart. I didn't realize how many memorable moments did were you say in captive cap- farts. <laughs> what did you think about Captain Farts? Captain Hart. I don't know. Uh, I didn't realize Captive Hearts had so many memorable moments until yes. I was watching. I was like, okay, it's the the meme of Wolverine looking at the picture of Scott and Jean. Yes. Boom. That's one. One, two, covered in scorpions. Boom. That's one that we just personally like. That <laughs> is like, I'm so sad that that has Come not there's, there, there's another scorpion. one where Jean uh, and Scott are kissing on the floor and Wolverine yes. just turns around and goes, oh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> very, really far in the back, that's too. A, yeah, I, like, very meme intensive. Uh, there's a there's more, but let let's go through the let's go through the let's go, let's let's see how Storm fights let's, Warlocks let's, first. Uh, let's, you didn't, let's, yeah. Let, let, let's 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 talk about Duel of the Fates X Men because I still uh, even as a kid I was like, why do they have lightsabers? <laughs> like, what is happening? They're lighting up staffs. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then she always had the double staff. Like, they were literally the devils. I, I will say this: like I looking back on it now, like watching it as an adult, like I am impressed at like in the fifth episode the. the animated series went there they went into like setting up the morlocks uh which was you know pretty important part of the claremont era in the late 100s going into the early 200s ultimately leading to mutant massacre and it felt 
in a good way, like they're really doing a nice job of expanding the world. This is not your run-of-the-mill Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, who's the villain this week? Correct. Yeah, like they're building something that is like a real saga, and every episode feels a little different. Like, I mean, we make fun of like how you know jilted the animation is, how like like very jilted the dialogue is, but like they really did something really special, uh, you know, in the time. And like I'm appreciating it more now, even though I was constantly kind of poo-pooing it on this podcast. So nice job. For being a kid show, they don't baby you at all. They just are like throw you. Storm out. can do anything. They they also taught me something too that what claustrophobia was. But uh, but I'm other than that, half like the it's like they threw in so many elements. They they they're like these granny kids are- old grannies. Mudakinesis, <laughs> a guy who can turn into a donut, but also a TV. But but also they're like you know love triangles happen, y'all. You you children, let me let me plant this for you yeah see, it's it's great honestly it's drama well they led the way for krakoa because drama. a love triangle uh implies that all three mm. people are interconnected so when i watched this as a kid my mind i hated wolverine and i continue to when, when when he was gone i was like yes get the fuck out of here he's obnoxious in this cartoon but to be fair, he was also obnoxious in his early appearances. Well, and it was the fucking '90s, so every like ten-year-old kid was like, "Ugh, I'm the I'm Wolver, I'm the rebel." Like, and I still even the, the extreme. 90s. Even though I roll my eyes, I was the opposite Cyclops. one. I was like, the, "I want that upstanding man." Right. Who, um, That's why, because I do get annoyed by because when Cyclops was just like. I don't know if I could impress Professor. I'm like, shut up, bitch. But I'm also like, I would definitely go home with you over this fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, kudos to the animation team for the Professor X Sabretooth mind meld <laughs> oh right. psychosis. Oh, to your God. point about because like that really was weird. look that is trippy as fuck weird, if you're like that six. Was Castle weird. cube. It, that is an acid spikes. trip. Yeah. The people are staring at him and become cages. They become demons. Then they break in. Then he flies through a wall. It's, they like, merge together. Kudos <laughs> to them but also not kudos to them. And because the animation of some of the Morlocks Woo, they were sleeping on that day. They were busy because animating your nightmares. Some of them look wild. Some of them just looks like a cat. There's one guy that just looks like he's <laughs> got goo. like gummy bears on his face. It looks like there's the, like one no, that's some bitch, weird bird that's man. That, that's that's what the Morlocks look like. No, though. that looks like an animation still from C Lab 2020 or whatever. <laughs> it's yeah. I'm sorry. There, there's no gummy bear mutant. Okay? I will. I will say this. So in the comics, when Callisto, you know, is introduced, the Morlocks are introduced. It's when they capture Angel, Angel. and she, and yes. she's like. Who is this beautiful, beautiful blah, blah, blah. And they capture Cyclops. Cyclops is a very good looking man, but like, I don't view him in the same like sort of angelic, cherubic, as like, like beauty angel. as like Warren Worthington. Well, Warren Worthington was shirtless at that entire. Yeah. Uh, uh, so hot. Why comic. not Gambit? Why also not they, Gambit? They, because it's not? Gambit. No one wants Gambit. The, the show. <laughs> she would throw him in the ground. She sees him. He's so, he's a fucking. You've triggered something. <laughs> dweller. <laughs> Uh, the show really did put in a lot of effort to teach children how important it is to get someone's nut. <laughs> yeah. I, Callisto's so fucking I horny. Would be Make remiss. more mutants, right? Yeah. I would be remiss if we didn't do a lightning round on how stupid uh, Deadly Reunions was, mainly because of how stupid all the characters were in it. Oh, they were all this, idiots. This bitch gives fucking CPR to someone knowing she can steal powers. <laughs> I can appreciate. I, usually usually when she steals powers, she almost kills the person. She's like, saves the opposite. She, bl- she, like, she blows into him a couple of times <laughs> yeah, before it activates. And I guess he's fine. <laughs> that, yeah. he totally Once okay. again, why this is probably one of the most iconic episodes, because it has all the tropes in it claustrophobia <laughs> rogue forgetting her powers for some reason screaming uh, yeah 
Jubilee like letting Jubilee go a man who looks like a fucking a monster. Fucking I guess I should trust him. He's sitting there I'll, groaning, watching the television. Hey, Why would you unleash a like he six says nine? Two nice person. words to her, and she's like, "Here's the passcode." Beep, to, boop, to be beep. fair, his like sweet voice it was pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay, he is reformed." I did oh, like, sweet tooth instead of saber tooth. I, I get it. I like I liked how Professor X's chair went flying away. <laughs> yes, and then it, <laughs> and then it flew in reverse. To it come does back. like a seven twenty <laughs> in yeah. midair yeah. just also, to land in. But Rogue is great because Tony she Hawk was Extreme flying 90s. with both of them in her arms yeah. blind. With I, her can't eyes closed. I can't see. I can't see. I see. will be your eyes. Uh, but then Storm wakes up just to go, you'll see them as the mist rises. Now let's get out of here. <laughs> um, okay. There's there's one moment, just a quick moment that I really kept with me when I was high. And it was <laughs> so, Gambit's like, uh, oh, no, I'm in, I, I need help. And then Rogue just comes over and punches Mask in the face yeah. just really hard. And it goes. I'll, I'll post the. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where, but I kept watching. Yeah. It over oh, yeah. And over. They, I remember that. Scene. They, it's, she, yes. Storm Mask. is like, somebody needs your help. <laughs> and uh, why, is she, why is Storm share? <laughs> all of a sudden. Beats that not, old lady keep her television. eyes open, bitch. Not every problem requires the use of superpowers. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you hit them with that knuckle sandwich. The, the great thing about this show is when they use their powers, you get jazzed. And sure, that music is bouncing in the background, but you get jazzed. Yeah. Yeah. Really good music. Storm, don't you know electricity and magnetism are somewhat related? <laughs> They're kind of the same. Surprisingly, for how well they did so many other of the characters, Magneto does come across as very villain of the week. I, feel I d- actually disagree. I actually uh, think they got Magneto right. Uh, okay. I think they got Magneto Caitlin, right. Caitlin, defend him a little bit because when he started blowing up a chemical plant and trying to kill every person, I wasn't saying Magneto was right. <laughs> defend him. <laughs> I mean, that chemical plant was making like bad toxic shit. I don't so know. It's like Dow. It's always mainly him. It's a chemical plant. It's always him like being the- slightly further away by going, going. oh, Charles, you thought you could do this for me? My- I am ready to take on the uh, next. I will I will defend Magneto. In his first appearance in the show in Enter Magneto, he is trying to break out Beast, who is unfairly imprisoned. Beast is like, I'd rather have human just like like a fucking dumb cunt. I'd rather have human justice. I like to read a book wrong. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> read it backwards, like it's manga. Um, but like I think Magneto, like they didn't set him up as like they have a little villain of the week stuff with him, but like you can start seeing his point oh, of view. Yeah. Look pretty early on. Yeah, he tried to kill people. His okay. helmet. Uh, <laughs> and who hasn't? Uh, his helmet didn't work. Oh yeah, uh, Xavier got through his helmet <laughs> all the time. He didn't get every through it. Time. Literally, it wasn't even there. It didn't even matter. Basically, yeah. Like you think he would have learned his lesson the first time, these, like the person did in the comics. God damn it! Um, these are great stories. Anything else these going on the re- the animated series? No, let's move on. All right, well, it's it's time for a segment. Clark calls... What is the news? <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop. Oh, it's the news, and it's Clark reading the news. Did you know... What? Tell us. Did you know that there's going to be a Wonder Man TV show? Yes, we already <gasps> knew that. I had heard. I was wondering but about that. Did Who's going to be in it? also know that Sir Bing King- Kingsley, who played Trevor Slattery in Iron Man 3 and Shang-Chi... Is going to be returning as obviously. I'm very happy about that. Nice. I think that makes the most sense. And, uh, it does. What? <laughs> and hopefully it does. that weird um, ass yeah. um, monkey pig. Oh, the ass. Oh, what was creature. Stuart? What was that? What was that creature's name? Stuart, right? Stuart. Stuart. Morris. 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 Morris.
So anyways, um, uh, you guys talked about this before. I don't think it was here, but quickly. First off, uh, Wonder Man slash Simon Williams is an actor, was mm-hmm. a Masters of Evil member who gained ionic powers, which is, includes density, size, strength, etc. from Zemo. He do. died, then it came back, but because he's ionic and can't die. And, and iconic. But his, the ionic. I, I wrote ionic here, didn't I? Brain schematics were used to create vision, and then he joined the Avengers for a while. Yeah. So, and he's always been fun. And I wasn't here. I don't know whether you guys talked about it. I never got to deep dive on this. Um, Kaylin, you don't think he works and don't think he could work in the MCU. Why? And do you think this casting choice might change that? I didn't think he'd work because he was originally so tied to Vision's origin. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to have to completely change that around. Yeah, but nice. I'm okay with it because, because weirdly and ironically, because of She Hulk, She Hulk exploring like the legality of superheroes. And so the MCU is becoming a lived-in universe now where you have the sort of like the mundane, everyday kind of things. Having a character who is like uh, uh, playing up the celebrity aspect Mm -hmm. of the superhero. uh, And I know the boys do that a little bit, which Clark, I think you want to ask about. Um, But it's not going to go as dark as the boys. I think it'll be very like PG-13-ish. And it'll fly into someone's butthole and explode them. No. (laughs) I feel ironically it's going to be like uh, what DC did with Booster Gold early mm. on. Booster Gold was a 25th century like person came back to like the modern era and then was like basically trying to like, like capitalize. A player, right? Yeah, and he was trying to capitalize on fame. And so I think they'll have Simon Williams trying to capitalize on being like a prefab hero, capitalizing on fame and re- learning a lesson that like, oh, you can't just do this for like the clicks and the f- and the fame uh, and the influencer of it all, and actually like becoming a good guy. Super influencer. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like. Is he gonna start off? Do you think it's like a washed up nobody hat, like or or like an actor who hasn't made it, like in a while? Adam, or, or like Adam some Burton. sort of like insta idiot who wants to become an actor? I do like, or I like that idea. I can see already that built into being like. I was I, wondering, like maybe he actually is playing like Captain America or something. Just oh, I can yeah, but I can see him being a watched from Rogers I can see him musical. being a failure yeah. until yeah, exactly. he gets his powers. Yeah, and that's how he thinks his. That's a that's yeah. what takes off for him. I love that we're living in such a MCU lived in world now that we mm. can have all this. A lot Agreed. of people are like, "Oh, it's too many things to follow." I'm like, "No, we have a world that we've already built. Like, let's have fun with it." And I, honestly, I don't know you don't have to follow it. everything. Like, that's the nice thing about it. You don't have to. We're we're obsessive nerds. Of course, we're gonna follow it all. Exactly. I do have I've. I, the like number the of people growing yeah. that like are like, oh, I watched this. I didn't see the other stuff. I love because now it is just like reading comics. Yeah, I love it. So basically, all of his connective tissue, as you said, is gone. Yeah. We don't have any of the Pym connection. We don't have nope. any of the Ultron, any of the Vision. Nothing's there. We And then, presumably, his other big connection is Beast, yeah. the X-Man, who I don't think he's going to be showing up as an Can adult they, enough the figure. The X-Men won't show up until 2026. Especially, especially not as a probably a 30-year-old who's hanging out with this actor. Can they do something related to... I don't know how. Maybe they do. Like no the only other thing that's actually, vision? as I just mentioned, connect like he has is the whole Masters of Evil stuff. But I mm. think I don't. I don't know if they could tie any I of that into Thunderbolts at all. New. It's going to be literally him and stuff and nothing to do with the character at all. It's just like this whole club. I, I, I could. I could revise um, one way that they do it because like now you have White Vision who has a little bit of a different um, mindset, and so they could bring in like Simon's like. Like they could kill off, quote unquote, kill off Simon for a while and bring in his like brainwaves to and put it put into it in. White Vision. Oh my. Maybe, but that seems really complex. That's like a that lot. Does, yeah. When is this supposed to be coming out? 2025. When do you want it to come out, Brent? Well, if it's, if it's not going to be until 2026, whatever. 
it, could, it seems they like could they could connect. make this part of that build up. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I mean, the Beast relationship, really friendship wonder, is only is, is it's a very like 1980s, 1990s thing, and, and it hasn't happened. And they bring it back for a hot second. Everyone says woo, and then and they, everyone they, goes they, yay. They, they, they don't really. Again. I mean, it's clearly like in the current comic. I don't even know where Simon Williams is in the current comics. It's like I'm friends with an Avenger. No one freaks out when I hang out with them. You know, they always bring him to. I'm not an Avenger. Oh, damn but it's it. Death Cry. Why are you just like Cersei all the time? <laughs> you do look good as Cersei. Thanks. It's Zara. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, right. all i got there's nothing else that's all, right. all the there's news nothing baby. else baby there's no other news no but, but that was a pretty big news item i do there's like that ben kingsley nothing. will be part of it because that makes a lot of sense why 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 Just is it why? great why is it great because ben kingsley is playing an actor and simon williams is an actor did you not there's like a... him in um Shang-Chi? no oh i enjoyed i thought that. he was terrible okay unfunny tell us uninteresting i hate that stupid fucking butt monkey thing dumb 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 uh, dumb why do you hate, why do you, have a name yeah and the, re- the restoration <laughs> of his character as a character in Shang-Chi was great relative to that character which was absolute dog shit uh, he went from being total dog shit to being slightly less than total dog shit it's Ben it's Sir Ben Kingsley just give him a third chance there's there's a, a, he played a, Gandhi. Give him another take. He's not a bad actor. <laughs> I just think he's, he's not a bad no, actor. Worthless role. I think I do worry about, and this was also the connection with, I didn't mention it, but his like name the, is Trevor. The Megan the Stallion, like over indulgence on cameo. I do worry that like, I like, I still want my Marvel stuff to be generally action. You or were saying to me focus. that you want Trevor Slattery to be the, Inside phase, me, yeah. phase four, Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that Marvel is so dedicated to like retconning and like making up for some of the like bad. They're like, we're gonna get Ben Kingsley back. See, again. we're gonna get, we're gonna get it right one of these times. But like, he I would be think... Trevor Slattery still, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only no, reason he's why not I, the Mandarin. Yeah. But that's the only reason why I enjoy it because at least they're continuing to pull threads through and giving us like Easter egg nuts. Friends that so I love. <laughs> Dumb. Livid. Anyway, it's time for the issues because you've <laughs> got a lot, going of a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's our weekly recap of all things X, and this week we've got Axe Judgment Day number three, uh, X Men number four, X Force number three, Marauders number five, and oops, it's a mini. Knights of Ten has ended, so we'll talk Aww. about that as well. Let's talk Axe Judgment Day number three. Karen Gillan, Valerio Shiti. The big summer crossover continues with the progenitor. Judging Captain America, Emma Frost, Crow, Destiny, and Mystique. Quiet Council votes to take on the Progenitor, but a handful of the members vote against it. Emma has set up an alliance between the Deviants and the X-Men. Oh, and Cersei and Jack of Nines find Star Fox to apparently save the day. Yes, Progenitor. How we loving this? I mean, if it was a movie, I think that Cersei should be played by Ben Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> he does look really Cersei's good in a one-piece bathing suit. Cast. <laughs> really fit into Get her out of there. Um, still enjoying this big mega crossover. <laughs> Me too. Uh, the art helps. Valir Shiti yeah. is a fucking genius. Um, I like that Like all the characters like seem like they're in character. A lot of it makes sense. Yes. Uh, which helps so it's like character driving plot and action versus plot and action dictating how character should be, which is really important to me. So true, because in a lot of these crossover events, we know what happens. So like, you got to get to point like, A to point B, bitch. Iron Man's just evil all of a sudden. Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> Stop yeah. shitting on Axis. <laughs> I'm kidding. I am it's... DTF Star Fox. Great. Uh-oh. Simon. Oh, yeah, he's very handsome. 
Oh yeah, I mean that's sort of his thing. Would would you guys be <laughs> judge worthy or not based on so unworthy? Picks? So unworthy. Well, I think I could survive. This I, all seems very haphazard. I don't think yeah. anyone could possibly guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm more of a crow, so I think you I'm are a crow. I will you? say that. <laughs> I'll peck out your fucking eyeballs. <laughs> I would probably get a thumbs down, but I'm okay with it. And I was like, I, I think did, it's all about I your so, chutzpah. It's your chutzpah going up to the progenitor and say, what? judge me, bitch. Oh, yeah. Then I think I could probably do it. Yeah. Did, I did I you guys it. like the gag of the season that the progenitor was like, nah, bitch, that was just a fake out. I love that. I was like, this is getting wait. I was like, oh, this is entering Marvel fast territory. Is and everyone I was like, just oh. waiting in a long line being like, okay. And no, like your monkey that was very nice. Just that was very judged. It was very swords, uh, a ten of swords. When like it's like if you didn't take on the here's what would, here's what would happen if like Araco like invaded uh, invaded like the regular Marvel universe. I quite enjoyed it. Any other thoughts on the Judge Day three? No, it's just a really great crossover. Like the main story alone, I think will read okay by itself too. Sometimes it doesn't feel like yes. it's going to necessarily need to. Like the tag-ins. Um, what do we think? Is anything going to happen big with all these side characters? Are they all eventually just going to be dead? The hum- or what you mean they, the humans? The humans, yeah. Um, they're the most important people. I and think they, they're the ones who are going to... They're going to all die. They're going to die to, 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 to resurrect the Eternals. And they're going to... like People will find out and they'll be like, oh, <laughs> this is... Bad. Yeah, well, I want. Oh, one of them already has died, so it's just going to be. I True. think they're just Indian like a guy. Just like a Indian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, they just keep showing now. that corpse, like getting more I, maggots. I on do what I want. Honestly, like a schedule of six different corpses by the end. I want the big build up to be exactly what we're talking about. They're going to discover it, and then of course the humans will figure this out. And you know, rather than obviously be terrified that they're all going to fucking die or that these people were too powerful, they're going to pull a Spider-Man one, I believe. And they're going to get to the progenitor and just start going, throwing trash and be like, this is our New York. Get out of here. And the progenitor is going to. Ghostbusters 2. They're going to like get the Statue <laughs> of Liberty with the, with the goo. He's going to be like, wait, you guys don't like me judging you all? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. His thumb, goes, his thumb just starts crying and then he runs away. And he's like, no. No, the progenitor is going to be writing a burn book and saying that Captain America is a grody bitch. <laughs> this is a fun cosplay, though, to like just like just stop stand people around. on the Comic-Con floor and just mm-hmm. be like, up or down. Why are you looking at me when you say that? Well, yeah, I, you're a great cosplay. You, you would look great in a glove. I think, uh, I think this, this issue, probably better than the others, to me, feels like it justifies why the Avengers are there, what the balance is between mm-hmm. those three groups, and how quickly things can go wrong because they ultimately don't communicate effectively and they don't trust each other. Yeah. That Mr. Sinister can get a piece of information, relay that, and yeah. then it theoretically could cause catastrophe. Wow. Corporate world, siloing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the two follow-up uh, tie-in issues, you got X-Men number 14, Jerry Duggan and CF Villa, uh, tying into acts and kicking off the newest X-Men team following this year's Hellfire Gala. And ex- an extinction-level event allows Iceman, Firestar, and the rest of the gang to showcase their skills and save some lives. All while this is still fucking happening during Judgment yeah. Day, which I absolutely love. I'm it's, like, what the fuck is happening this, on this not planet? Not just having the, the entire sun is going to explode and <laughs> kill us all. I feel like, why does it even matter that the progenitor is there? Uh, but in the case that he is, Cyclops is deemed worthy. Uh, what did you guys think of this new team makeup? I, I feel like it's weird that I think he actually likes this team better. He does. They, they have more of a chemistry. Everything, yeah, the chemistry is on point. The sto- story is well, well written. I like 
the character is surprisingly better than the team that I actually liked better, which was the last team. Yeah, agreed. I he definitely feels like he has more of a say with this Creative team, control. and like, and also it's not just focused on Scott, Gene, and Sync, and that's about it. Yeah, uh, like they're actually interacting. Magic is interacting. Forge is there. Iceman, Iceman Firestar, Firestar together, perfect. So basically Absolutely. Just, Havoc was the only one that wasn't really in play. Yeah, right? and Havoc doesn't want to be on this team, if you could tell. <laughs> Havoc just wants man. to go drink. At the Green Lagoon. I mean, well, who can blame him? Forge was making a sandcastle yeah. as he was helping. Like, he was just, like, on the beach. Like, but that sandcastle is going to turn into a giant mech <laughs> yeah, thing to no, fight a kaiju. Forge, Forge was in a group vacation, and then he, like, goes to take a phone call. All <laughs> right, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, Forge, you're always so busy. Resort. You're always working. He's like, yeah, I know. It's, That's it's a spot job. on. That's so funny. Why did he write Iceman in this series more than he did in 30 issues of Marauders? <laughs> Girl, we'll never know. Because he was focused on Emma and Kate. He literally just had Iceman stand in the background for panels and panels and panels and then he has like one issue with him here he does more than everything else he also does. i'll give jerry duggan ally of the week award because of the way that the gay stuff showed up the little rainbow that happened well the yeah. rainbow but also the reporter who was, talking, was, yeah. who was telling the editor it's like yes him being gay does matter because representation matters giving the speech was also, fine but also another I, I guess with that debate i thought they were going to get into yeah but if we aren't we trying to make people like everyone accepted in society like you wouldn't it is important his gayness is important but we also just need to accept that he's a hero it, it right it goes but back sil- but silencing it isn't the way to do it it goes back to the idea that until we've i mean we talked about this on like the acting like can you cast this and that and even that is like until we have actual equity or equality you have to keep calling it out because well, it's the only way you actually get people to understand that we everyone exists it's also like at. the toxic fans who always say well i don't care if they're gay i just don't want to see it or hear yeah. about it or know about it so you don't want That's to know who they are yeah yeah. And also, I say that about you all the time. I don't care that Brent's gay, but I don't. Want to see I don't like how I don't <laughs> want to see him. I don't like that. But it's not that he's gay; it's just because it's Brent. This well, specific uh, specific article. Specific. Specific. I love that you're like the anti-cipher. You're just making up your own words. You know what? I'm gonna just. You'll be a language. Okay, the, the, the thing that I loved about this issue the most is Firestar's outfit. Thank you for getting Super an upgrade. Nice outfit. It's so much. It's what so an upgrade. Cool. And even like the mask she's wearing is like fire ingrained. It like it's so fucking guys, cool. Do you like Firestar now? Yeah. I was gonna say why you guys were very down. She on reformed the police. She, so we're we were, fine. But yeah. she she proved herself. <laughs> like she, I was not excited for well, her to be on this team. It's but a lot better than it. even like uh, R.I.P. George Perez, a redesign of her costume when she joined the Avengers in the late '90s. That was. Yeah. A terrible redesign. It was, Every yeah. single thing was a bad redesign in that series. Yeah. Any Everyone's others? hair was horrible. Yeah. Any I, I just love this new team. I know. Good. I didn't want to, but it's, it's kind here. Of, God damn it. I'll tell you about a team that I'm Tell-ly still lukewarm about. Stupid. X-Force number 31, Benjamin Percy, Robert Gill, tying into Axe. Craven continues his sort of hunt for the X-Force, <laughs> while X-Force PR mission continues to go awry. I like this this issue no you don't i didn't I mind did it. like this i'm sorry i did like this issue i like craven's inclusion on it because of course he's going to say if mutants are top of the food chain i'm I the fucking i'm the apex predator i'm gonna fucking take them down and i i don't know what's happening to me but i'm starting to see beast's point of view now Oh, Here's the reason why. It's because he sent Omega Red and Deadpool. Old. You're the hero for <laughs> too <laughs> long. You know what happens to you. you bitch, turn the into villain. the villain. Yep. Um, it's what you know, sending Omega Red and Deadpool on that uh, plausible deniability mission. Like, of course, if like Omega Red like brings the the mutants to Krakoa instead of like having them be in Sweden, I guess where yeah. where they were supposed to be. It's like 
we're fighting a PR battle right now. We're losing it because resurrection is now like public knowledge. Yeah. We've got to be able to, you know, find a villain to like, you know, that's a, a bigger villain than we this are. This is your real job, baby. It's that's my why. real fucking yeah. job. <laughs> and I'm like, like, I, and I want the credit for doing something good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I get it. All right. This is all fucking bullshit because Beast, mm-hmm. be all right. I understand your mission was like, I want a PR win. But trying to shield yourself and not be a straight shooter can end up blowing up in your fucking face. And it it's really a weird flex that Beast's like, yeah, well, I, I we, you know, Krakoa started out great, but now we're getting too many of these goddamn mutants who aren't good enough for me. Like, oh, he's still a piece of it's shit. It's like someone who gets in, gets successful, and then they want to shut the door on everyone behind them. It was a fuck him it seemed yeah. to me like a huge play for on the idea of like yeah border border patrolling refugee type stuff where it's like why are you bringing them here like save them it is definitely somebody it's, it's it's somebody who is an immigrant like knowing there's a, a group of immigrants saying well i came here the right, right way. way all these other people are coming like bitch no you got sponsored by people who were here like yes. my family did but yeah. i can I, I mean i can appreciate why beast would be annoyed with omega red for not going along with the mission but the to the extent that he took it i'm glad that this this issue really still clearly made him a, a dog shit person well did you like colossus's like memo saying yeah you're gonna answer to me if you like turn away these russian uh oh, mutants yeah. these russian refugees i can't tell you how happy i was just to see on the cover uh, uh, a weird doctor strange <laughs> with a beast hat on what was crazy <laughs> to me no wild. on the cover that like what was crazy is that looks like forged so from weird. age of apocalypse yeah, yeah i got that like it, it looks just look like it's forged, forged from yeah. Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. He looks like a it's fucking weird robot. That, person. Okay, the scene um, and there's scenes to me um, <laughs> with uh, De- with Deadpool, just him like trying to do his jailbreak. Little baby, so good. Oh my god, is eating the booger and then like cutting the thing above this, his head. This bitch should have been in the book the entire time. Uh, he knows uh, how to write him really well too. Hundred uh, percent agree. It's like fine. he was so good in Wolverine, which also Benjamin Percy is yeah. writing. And so it, a welcome addition, as is Omega Red in this. And I never really Agreed. cared for Arcady, but he's really good in this yeah, right now same. in his current role. Thank is, you for using his real is name. Is Sage's aggressive drinking a part of her character? It's like a, a fun it's gay culture, Brent. It's, Get it's over a fun it. thing she did. <laughs> she, she's always so, so done it? With or, no, this, no, is, this, this is, is a new thing. New. Okay, good. Yeah, she's, deal, she's dealing with the okay, stress good. by drinking. I, I it it is kind of weird. She, it's. I mean, to be fair, she's sol- always solving everyone's fucking problems. I feel like I do get sad that like her character has no real arc or development. It's always just like, here I am, just a fucking drunk okay. single woman. I don't so think can I, can I, okay, so alcoholism obviously a real issue, but it feels very 1980s and like, oh, this person's dealing with stress. They gotta yes. like pull out the flask and put it in there. Like, At least get high she, on like Krakow and weed or some shit. There you go, like, yeah. right? Like to like calm down. It's like, and also she's at the Green Lagoon drinking a tropical drink <laughs> and, and pouring, at, pouring like whiskey in there. I'm like, bitch, it's already got rum and other shit Girl, in there. I know. I don't know. She works with Maybe. the biggest bastard on the fucking island. You I leave Professor Blob X alone. Cut her, <laughs> Blob cut her off. <laughs> no one cuts off Sage. Any yeah. other X Force? Uh, no, it was no, a good issue. One thing I it was a good issue. Was. One thing I didn't notice the uh, the tiki drink. I think is Apocalypse. <laughs> oh my god oh, oh that is a oh that's good that's, so that's kind of fun that. that's screenshot so that shit that's so good why is marvel not making those you're losing Ooh, money marvel. it's like baby yoda 
let's get some Marauders number five on. These are no. the other two issues that are unrelated to Axe. Uh, we've got Steve Orlando. We've got Andrea Bocardo. Ricardo. The first act of the Marauders ends with Zandra and Kate Pride getting resurrected. Akihiro becoming an honorary Fang. Well done, baby. Finding a new host. Warbird and Somnus getting laid. Oh, and apparently Cable brought back Cerebra from 2019, who died, was resurrected, and really wants to talk to Kate. Um, what y'all think? Let's talk about the arc overall. So, okay, so Steve, friend of the podcast, love you. Um, I think there are some really interesting elements in this, and I liked some of the stuff that he did, but it didn't completely come together for me. It felt a little bit all over the map. Like reading it all at once, reading it all at once helped, but it was it's it was still disjointed because the fifth issue like felt like both like a climax denouement epilogue and yeah. like a start of the next storyline which is i appreciate the density of it like paying 3.99 an issue or whatever we pay yeah, totally. like it's really good to like get that much stuff but it was like i got some whiplash baby like and then and i had to rem- i had to remind myself who cerebrax was yeah like because i didn't really read x-men 2099 i don't know because Cere- Rax is the stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suri Bra. Suri Bra. Sorry, the great mind eating thing that Benjamin. Suri Bra. She's very supportive. <laughs> um, but I. Um, it's it's not my favorite of the books. It's just not. Yeah. Uh, even though there's elements I like. I think that the problem with all these X books right now, they're just going way too fast. They're they're getting the mandate. Um, it's probably 12 issues. Oh, it's eight issues. It's five. Like, five. I think it's. They're having to expedite everything. It's, oops, so, it's a mini. This yeah, also, and we'll get into the next book too. It's the same. It's oops, the same. it's by Teeny. It, yeah, <laughs> I think it also. I think we talked about this before too, and obviously we talk, we're going to talk about Knights of Ten as well. It's like there, it felt like Exca- the original Excalibur on this reboot, where it was like such a rush. Everything was happening. There's a lot of new information, a lot of new stuff, and I'm like. The bigger problem with this, at least Excalibur was building up to what is actually going to happen in the Xbox with Ten of Swords and all this stuff around Apocalypse. I don't see where this like Marauders space journey and these new first mutants or whatever, where the next piece of this puzzle comes from. So that was like my... It feels like standalone. Yeah, that, that was my main holdup. I, I, in general, I, I really enjoyed the art while it was anime style. I, in general... Enjoyed people. I think they're still also, I think in general, like whoever's writing them is having a problem with, I don't think Aurora and uh, Akihiro make an interesting couple. Do they couple. even, yeah. That's the part she, for she, me is that some of these character combinations just don't who, work. Who Who is he, who is um, Somnus sleeping with at the end? Oh, I it's, like it's, the it's, weird it's, navy blue light. It's, it's one of the Imperial Guard. Okay, so some someone. You don't know. Right, you don't old, know. Good old someone. You don't know. Uh, Blue guy. It's, it's the like same. Like, yeah. It's the all same blue guy that punched havoc in the face. <laughs> Wait, doesn't it? It sort of looks like what's his face is like. It looks like gladi- well, he blew Somnus. It okay. looks like gladiator That's what with I a thought, haircut. But he, he shaved his head just for the gay sex. Yeah, is it which, whatever foreplay works for you? What? You know? What like executive note do you think that Steve got that was like? Or I mean, he obviously loves it too. But I'm just like Jixus. What the fuck? Who is this? What is going on? Why is this symbiote here for no reason? That, that symbiote w- is from the. Um, we were just talking about when the Star Jammers were Polaris and Havoc and them. Here. Yeah, just like a good tie through. It yeah, w- it w- it showed up during the um, War of Kings era. And yeah, it's a, like, mu- it's a mutant. Yeah. Mutant uh, symbiote. symbiote. Okay, yeah, we did. I know. I remember we talked about it. Before. So you talked a little bit about this before. So Eleonora Carlini, I've complimented her art before. I'm assuming she presents uh, she her hers. Mm-hmm. Um, I like 
the design of the art, but I think storytelling is a problem. And I think that's a big element of why this isn't completely coming together for I can me. I agree. Because uh, it's like, like uh, the zhiksh the of it all. Like, I had to remind myself it it happened in issue three with Cassandra Nova because the art didn't really pick up You're on it. Right. It didn't pick up on it well. And it's like, it's like, obviously, this is a, you know, it's a collaborative medium. And so if the art isn't servicing the story as well as it should, that's stuff like that is going to happen. Yeah. There was another part where Cassandra was getting her helmet and it was kind of weird how she disassembled this character. And then all of a sudden, then the next panel, she has this, you know, massive hella like helmet. And you're like, wait, what the fuck happened? And you saw a few <laughs> pieces that were floating it. in front yeah. of her. I will say, however, one thing that we don't often talk about. I like the colorist's work. Yeah. Matt Miller chose, I think, some excellent uh, colors, especially the way that lighting is done. It feels it makes it feel more like a like a, actually you're watching an anime mm-hmm. or some kind of TV show because it adds a lot more depth to the characters. I think my main issue with this was um, just the speed of it all. Yeah. I think that's a really and good part point. of the problem isn't even the comic. It's the fact that some of it took place in a different comic. With um, uh, I lost her name. Xandra being resurrected, wasn't oh, it in red? Oh, you're she, right. Wasn't she resurrected in red? Was that right? Uh, like, uh it, wasn't it? Issue, like, what it was, was it? literally just no, no, no. It happened. I mean, it happened in Marauders. But... No, but the conversation wasn't there. Something that went on. It, you might oh, be. Oh no, ra- no, it was this. She's been killed, and then they had like the whole collective coming, and everyone talking to each other, and they're like, "What was Secret do? X? It wasn't Secret X Men, was it? That no, one no, show? No, 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 no. It was. It was when um, because um, Nova was there and stuff. Yeah. When, when they were talking about whether they're going to resurrect her, and they all said no, and they're like, well, we already did. And I'm oh, like, yeah, that was. Uh, so it felt like the drama it all of happened. that part. Yeah, right, that, it was that, red. That yeah. Felt, that should have been a very important moment in a different comic. I, uh, also, I felt like it took a lot of his work out in order for them to. Like the agency was re- removed from yeah. it for sure. Um, I also I like the way that he's writing tempo, but it's a little confusing with her powers <laughs> because like I had to remind myself between issues four and five that they went back to like basically the the nineties era X Men when the acolytes were a big deal. We yeah. got to see Rim Ram and stuff. Rim, oh. We did, and then we had to got to see. I had to remind myself that Holocaust isn't called Holocaust anymore; he's called Nemesis because oh, they can't right. use the, they right. couldn't yes. use the Holocaust. And so I was like, wait, that's Holocaust, like Apocalypse's son from hey, Age of Apocalypse. You used to be called. Like, shut up. Him. Shut up. No, 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 no. I've always been Nemesis. My name has always been Nemesis. <laughs> um, I like the random inclusion of Warbird for no fucking Yeah, reason. yeah. Uh, I love Warbird. I mean, Warbird's yeah. great. Such she was great, great in Wolverine X-Men. So good. I like, thank God they brought back, um, just lost her fucking name. I had, God damn it. Deathbird? Oh. Cerebra? Yeah, th- oh, yeah. Oh. I was thinking, War- but, uh, yeah, Deathbird, just so she could murder some Death woman. Deathbird She is tore that woman Deathbird, I, I mean, I wanted her to be there from the get-go. She's I wanted her best. to be there in fucking red because of everybody she's ever slept with is in, in red. Yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, this is a, a question for Clark and Ryan. Did y'all ever really read X-Men 2099? No. Uh, I read it and I didn't read well, it. Well, we <laughs> currently had that 2099 miniseries or one-shot series that just was happening. That ended the exact same day that um, this final issue of Marauders dropped. Yeah. And that's why Cerebra came back. Oh, uh, and, and, and Steve wrote She's, that one-shot. Exactly. Yeah. But I meant the original nineties, the John no, Francis Moore. I did back in the day and honestly it didn't stick with me because it felt so disjointed that I don't remember how I the read I did read like four episodes four issues of the original like some level of issues of the original series and I all I had was a giant poster of it and never rendered. It just felt like 
them pulling in characteristics yeah. of characters rather than actual characterization. They weren't, yeah, none of them had seemingly real personality. It was very, very 90s, extreme art. Let's just toss on the same voice. I mean, it's character. Ron Lim did the art originally, and he's a good artist. Like, he did like half of Infinity Gauntlet after George Perez left, and John Francis Moore is a decent enough writer. I think he wrote the original run, but. Should let's, we move on? We'll have to go back. Yeah, let's do Knights of Ten. Got to make this fast. We got Teeny Howard, Bob Quinn wrapping up the series. The Witch Breed are freed from persecution in another world. Betsy is freed from the machinations of Saturnine, Merlin, and Roma. And Fort Kakoa brings a safe reconnection to Earth via Mercator, the Siege Perilous. Um, this is a mini, and I'm sad to see it go. What'd you guys think? It's like 12 issues shoved into five issues. <laughs> so fast at the end. Issues two, one and two were great, and then it was just like, we have no time. We're going to show fight, all of them in these horrible versions of themselves hidden away. We we're not going to show half of them, and they're going to show in one panel, and then it's going to be suddenly now, and then over here, and then it's like, oh my God, everyone shut up. That's, and like, Clark is 100% right. Why? Yeah, I, I, right. I love but, Kylan or whatever his name is. Why yes, the fuck was he? he even why, why is he there? Why is, why is Bay there? Why is anyone there? Why is every single character except for um, Captain Britain and um, Rachel there? Kudos and to Gambit to die. The overall writing was still very strong. The whole five issues oh, yeah. just happened. That was crammed into these. It's I love I love quest books. I love also like the kind of the D and D aspect of it. Uh, yeah. Like with Gambit playing a thief and also the death. They bringing the death persona yes. back. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was really good bit of continuity. I think what's happening right now is because even though. Um, John Hickman, like his influence is still being felt on the books. Like sure. they might be right, like in in the sort of George R. R. Martin style, kind of writing his plans. But because he is not associated with the X books right now, I think the like second, third, fourth tier books are all like they're not being sold as well, and so they're becoming oops, it's a mini. Yeah. And so stuff is getting Which way we too condensed. That TM <laughs> yeah. Make sure to tell oops, your friends. A oops, it's Tra- a mini. That's and so, oh, that's the name of my porn movie. So. <laughs> When so, you go oops, to the bathroom. Oops, oops it's a teeny Howard. Uh, like had, it's a tinny. It's a tinny. Like had to had. I think she had planned to go to go a lot longer yeah. with this stuff, and it's clear there's some cool fuck. The Mercator shit was so fucking cool, and it was so quick. The Sevillet shit. Oh, I that so exploration of yeah. Otherworld. I wanted that so much. That was the book. This is the book I wanted Excalibur to be. And Excalibur ran like twenty-seven issues, twenty-six issues. Yeah. This only ran five. It, like it's not fair. Brent, you fucking hate Otherworld. Speak on it. Why did we <laughs> say "Oops, it's a tenny" instead of "Oops, it's a teeny"? <laughs> it's teeny. I don't know. Because okay. I couldn't hear you. It's a little tinny. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I. I mean, this issue. That these issues. It, it is all rushed. I do not really love Otherworld that much, but. It definitely felt like there was more here that was worth exploring. Um, I mean, I was excited to see Mr. M show up because I am, I've never seen the character before. Mm, and then f- to read, oh, this is an Omega Level Mutant, I went back and I was trying to figure out, oh, was that person's name redacted? On the Omega oh, level list. Oh, cool. Well, out, he like, was believed to be dead or like gone or something yeah. like that. But yeah. he was also one of the 198. He turned into a bunch of butterflies, remember? Yeah, he turned into butterflies. The idea, like, uh, if you've got a space that forces you to have conflict because it deals with your inner trauma, I love it. I'm in. Yeah. Give me that sci-fi shit. Taking a crystal gem and sprinkling it around the universe, <laughs> that your little world, <laughs> and that's great. Why, why, why did Rogue just show up in a fever dream that Gambit was having. Hey, going, sugar. Hey, sugar. I'm not the only one. The only Let me one. give you CPR. <laughs> and then and then it's like a it's like a, a Hieronymus Bosch triptych where everyone is punching everyone else. And oh, yeah. that one. Is, this is the war. It's yeah. on one page. That is 
right. a wild two page. Really but, fast. But way then to wrap that, you're, it up. you're like, I had to read it several times to go like, okay, so now there's a permanent gate open <laughs> because there's ten people and they could do it. Mm-hmm. But wait, didn't they just lose someone? <laughs> but wait, is there but nine people? How many fucking You just changed. I'm trying Brent. to count. You maybe, it's, you're in clue maybe, in how many bullets are in the gun. Mercator is ten. I don't know. Maybe he counted himself as no. Ten? The reader, you're the tenth member. Oh, <laughs> the, the hand tenth, reaches yes. through the page. Exactly. The tenth member was the you. journey we made along the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, where do you think uh, Betsy's going to return? Because it says Betsy will return. The MCU um, no. to to Rachel's bed because they are fully mm-hmm. okay. So they kiss once and then they are in a full on relationship. Mm-hmm. By the yeah. I mean that's it's really the scissors attempt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that the least rushed part you. about this. Yeah. Yeah. This ten of scissors, not <laughs> that, <laughs> that timing felt right though for yeah. that couple. Yeah, <laughs> the U-Hauls pulling up outside <laughs> outside of Kirko and Otherworld. Uh, no, I mean I, I hope Teeny continues to write the X books in some form. Me I too. like if there's. If if like this is the model, which I think it is, it's like the season model, like the miniseries yeah. model. Like let's just have that knowing, you know, knowing it like in advance. And They're so like you can Marvel write Marvel TV shows between the MCU. Movies yeah, and almost. I mean it's okay. Like you're not gonna have like you know 500 issues of Knights of Ten. You're not gonna have 500 issues of Marauders no, or anything like that. that. But like it's just it is what it is, and even with X Men, they're gonna reboot it every few years uh, to have a new number one because that's just how this shit works. That's how people consume content nowadays. Except we'll they have a thousand issues of uh, X Force. X Factor. That oh X Force. Yes, no, you're right. That's the one that will stay. It will never and Wolverine. That Benjamin Percy. You're gonna pry it out of his cold He's dead insu- hands. His hands are insured by the Lords of London. I've heard. <laughs> okay. Weird. Uh, yeah. As always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us gets a, t- a chance to quickly highlight something that we've read, seen, heard, or experienced in the week. Um, what would you guys like to share in this special, special 250th year? Um, I can go first. Uh, Andrew and I downloaded a new game called Inscription. And Andrew is? My boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the same one for the fucking past <laughs> five years. Uh, no, we downloaded a new game. It's on PS5. It's Inscription. And it is it is a very interesting game. It is both a like sort of deck builder plus an escape room plus like a very strange meta storyline. So you like wake up as like a character in front of basically a dark like what looks like you're on a boat. You like find these two eyes. They're like, we're going to play a game. You start playing. But weirdly, there's also this meta journey where I assume it's the creator or the actor they hired to like that goes through the journey of him finding this game like in real life. So it's like actual video footage after you've like beat it once. So like the fuck are it you is really about? hard to explain because so like you're, you're playing the card game, but you can always come out of it and then you can try to escape the like pirate room you're trapped in while also there is that you're literally the meme of the girl like shouting oh, at yes. the boy and Ryan's I the boy. I, I sent you a meme recently that said, when you try to explain games, <laughs> yeah. this is how we feel. I don't know <laughs> how to, I cannot describe it, but it is a very, it's like only 20 bucks. It was on, it's on PS5, PS4. Very cool so far. So if you like, um, like weird immersive content and then also like good deck builders, it's like a very simple to learn, hard to master kind of thing. Super, super cool shit. With well, it sounds anyway. like Jumanji to me. That's a little bit. <laughs> it does a little Jumanji. So uh, I am going to plug Rainbow Capitalism. It's my new pair of shoes from Cole Hahn. It's the Keith Haring uh, limited edition shoes. Keith Haring was a queer artist uh, who was known for his activism during the uh, height of uh, HIV and AIDS early on when it was a death sentence for a lot of people. 
Um, it is clearly capitalism. I've spent money on them, but they are really cool shoes. Keith Haring is one of my favorite artists, so uh, I'm really glad I bought them. They're gorgeous. Thank you, baby. TechCrunch had some reporting this week about a dating website called Filter Off, which is, is where that? you the 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 premise of it is that it's video chat first mm. to talk to people, and they came up with a novel way to deal with scammers. So the people who like get on and try and convince you to give them money and stuff. Mm. Whenever they found someone who was flagged, they flagged and identified as a scammer, mm -hmm. they would move them into a separate group where the only people they would interact with are other scammers <laughs> and chatbots. <laughs> and oh, they produced that. hundreds of conversations of scammers talking to chatbots for days and days and days. And they are an absolute delight to read. Wow. Wait, can you watch them? No, you would you you can read all their conversations because oh. all the text is. Do they sound as well. crazy though? Are they like wild? No, they're that. I mean, the chatbots are like okay, but it's pretty funny to see the scammers. Uh, a lot of them English is a second language, so it's not immediately transparent that they're being ripped off by an, uh, a machine. But a lot of them will report, oh yeah, I think there's a bunch of bots on here. And the the program is like, yeah, we know. We put you with them. It would be very fun to read um, one of those conversations for like a role too. Yeah. Um, how do we find these? So if you go to TechCrunch.com, uh, there is an article about uh, – if you just search TechCrunch.com dating app uh, bots, it'll come <laughs> Wait, so the, bo <laughs> that, the bots are videoed? The bots are the, – yeah, so they have like artificial – People? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And they'll have they'll, they'll or they'll have like no screen put up because you can do that. So it's just like a, oh, it's oh, like an audio. Okay, chat I was as wondering well. how this that's why computer yeah. can have a face. Um. So my plug for the week is uh, Kevin can f himself. Uh, oh, season two just started, right? Uh, season two just started. Um. I don't think it's getting a lot of like eyes on it, but it's a really great show. It's basically shot with like two different shows together. One is uh, the typical sitcom style, so like highlighting and uh, a laugh track and then what is a happening camera sitcom exactly yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then the, the real side of it of this woman struggle with her terrible husband so the first season ended with a bit of a shocker and then so this season's going full force now and it's really great it's on AMC plus but no one has that um, so you can watch it on Amazon Okay. First season. Do you have to? Oh, the first season's on Amazon. The first right? season's on Amazon. Okay, and then cool. it's, uh, The second season's currently out on AMC. So if you have like Directv or something like that, you can get cool. it as well. So E Street Cinema, um, their website's downloading. It was very annoying lately. But anyways, I was trying to watch this movie that I called and asked: Is is Emily does crimes in in theaters? But it's called Emily the Criminal. But mm -hmm. I, so you were close. You should watch Emily the Criminal. Who's in it? It's uh, Aubrey Plaza. There, and I'm there. Theo yeah. Theo Rossi. Oh um, yeah, I like the Rossi. And it's it's about a woman who has to pay a shit ton of student loans, and she had a Topical. once. I'm just I'm, she had some weird thing where she punched somebody like years ago, so mm -hmm. she has a criminal record, so she can't get like a functional job, so she goes into like light um, credit card fraud or something, and it's just weird and dark and fun. It's Aubrey Plaza, Plaza, so it's funny and dark and strange. It's really good. I wanna I love Aubrey Plaza and everything, and I want to watch the new uh, Dan Harmon animated Little series. Demons. Little oh, Demons. Oh, I watched it. Oh, not a fan. Oh, okay. Not it's cliches balls. I thought it was okay. There you go. Well, that's been our podcast. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us if you want, whatever. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Homo Superior X and Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. We've always got memes, jokes, polls, 
dumb, stupid stuff that's always fun. Pole dancing. We've been Homo Superior, the mini, tinny, meeny, teeny podcast of hope. Bye, Bye. little homos.